Well, I bought Cadbury caramel eggs and then the little <gasps> itty bitty Cadbury cream eggs. And I can hide them, but I don't know how I'm going to forget where I hid them to make it exciting. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to the only podcast that cures FOMO because this show has everything. And also there's nothing going on, so it's an easy cure these days. Uh, on this episode, everything includes, but is not limited to, Hillary and Mike crying about different things and hopefully Mike not singing. Uh, <laughs> Anne seeing thrusty stuff in the wild. Uh, Bobby does Webster. I'm not sure what a lot of this stuff means. It's more thrusty um, stuff, probably. <laughs> we'll have more details on, on all that shortly. My name is Mike Frizzell, also known as the Jail Dude, coming to you from the Coronavirus News Studios in the Mountain Room in Manchac, Texas. If you need pandemic news, we have you COVID. Uh, and joining me are three of my seven or eight favorite people in the world, from right to left across America, looking down on America. First, from the rain-soaked adult diaper delivery adjacent studios <laughs> in Buffalo, New York. It's Bobby Pape. Good day to you, Bobby. Good day, sir. Thanks for starting with a story that I can't tell on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm good at that. And from the Land Lake Studios in New Breton, Minnesota, it's Anne with a plan. And... Please don't fucking at me, uh, Lundholm. Uh, hello, Anne. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Especially not now. Don't at me now. <laughs> Please do don't. Do not. Do not. She, she doesn't want it. Uh, she never wants it, but she really doesn't want it right now. Uh, and finally, from the Governor Abbott trying to steal Mayor Adler's uh, curve flattening Gloria Studios in trendy South Austin, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Hey, Hill Dog. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What did you think about that story yesterday that Abbott was saying? Oh, we're so proud. Austin's just doing well because because Adler shut down Austin like way before you shut down Texas. I know you it's fucking so moron. stupid. I wait, 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 that. wait. Wasn't <laughs> Abbott? Wasn't he one of the ones that was like, we can't sacrifice our economy for the old and sick people. If that, the old people die, it. the old people die, and I'm sure they would be happy to sacrifice for the good of the country. Oh. oh. Oh no, Anne. That's that's our next governor. <laughs> that's our uh, lieutenant oh, governor. Oh, that's the yeah. lieutenant governor, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't worry. He's going to be around a lot longer than uh, Governor Abbott. Uh, so don't even worry about it. He's got it. He's Wait, got how that, old is uh, he? Can we sacrifice him? Uh, well, he's Dan like Patrick 70. said that he yeah he he would uh, go for it. He, you know, right? On I'm my sure. big if family, it were possible to make that deal. On my big family Zoom, we did ask my parents if they were willing to sacrifice for their grandparents. And they were like, no. <laughs> nope. I can do it. All right. Uh, on the show today, we'll talk about all those things I mentioned, as well as tackling our question of the week. This week, what is your quote unquote, never again uh, company, brand, public person that that uh, that you, you quit and you will never be going back? Uh, you will never darken the door again. As usual, we may have... Some Tishi recommends. Um, of course, we will always strip the bed, refill the hummingbird feeders, and start the dishwasher to leave the podcast. 
cabin pristine for the next group of podcast friends to come in. Uh, let you all know how to get involved with the show before we head out the door. It is now time to dip our, uh, in my case, metaphorical toes into the show with some small talk. And it looks like Hillary <laughs> is first up today. Um, Bobby, did you put this on the run sheet? Because you want me to talk about me crying over and over again? Fine. Well, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it was relevant. So a, a peek behind the curtain for the listeners. We uh, Tuesday nights is when we uh, come together as a family and discuss who's going to be on the show this week. What do we want to talk about? And then jambo, we, we do, jambo. Yeah, it's, it's our <laughs> weekly jamboree. And we do this intentionally early in the week so that we've got time to think. Uh, but right off the bat. On Tuesday night, Hillary was crying because of the John Krasinski <laughs> Hamilton thing. I still haven't watched it, so I don't really know. It's so fucking good. It's so good. Oh my god. I um even okay, so I everybody's probably seen it, but you know No nope. it's John Kras Okay, well it's really good. But John Krasinski has this thing called like some good news or whatever. And I like don't care that much about it. Like it you know, he's trying to highlight good news around the world because everything's so crappy right now and it's fine it's like cute enough and the kids think it's cute but i had gotten like my sister sent me she was like oh my god look and he got the original broadway cast of hamilton together to sing the opening song alexander hamilton i've watched it um i skipped just to that part it's like eight minutes in it's eight minutes and 30 seconds in i know it exactly skip to that part and i watched it by myself like twice and then I showed it to Dave and he was like oh that that's cool and then I showed it to each kid each time I cried while watching it and Bridget was like mommy stop crying and I was like oh. I can't because one of my big regrets in life and it's not anything I could do anything about but is that I never got to see that original Broadway cast because I it was like I think on my birthday that was what I wanted and Dave was like I cannot make this happen it is minimum a thousand dollars per ticket and you know then going to New York and like la 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 like it's I can't spend three thousand dollars um on your birthday like that's just not, not with that attitude he doesn't even love you, you at all I know anyway it was so wonderful and it, I I just it's only 15 punching bags <laughs> no, yeah exactly exactly um, it was just, I can't even say anything about it as more that it's just like that I cried and it was really cool that they did it and they sounded great. And I love Leslie Odom Jr. As I think I've recommended before. He has one of my favorite Christmas albums and he really like performs to the back of the crowd of this. You're so like Broadway. It's like they're on stage, but it was wonderful. Um, I highly it, it's, I recommend it. I feel like a lot of people have seen it, but it's really, really good and really special. And Hillary, I cried you a lot. stayed on. You really should have stayed on top of Dave uh, about yes. that. I mean, you should have made it happen because, like, when the Seahawks made the Super Bowl uh, the, for the first time, I had no plans of going. My brother and I went to both of the playoff games and just screamed and, you know, lost our voices for days and days and biggest Seahawks fans. Uh, and they, they made the Super Bowl, and and we were driving home from the from the uh the the nfc championship mm. and and he and it was like real quiet it got quiet and he goes like we gotta go and i'm like <laughs> i don't have this kind of money you know man i just don't have it i don't have it i went into debt um to go to the super bowl because my brother kept kept calling me kept texting me 
Uh, we got to go. We got to go. And the longer I delayed, the more expensive it was, it was getting. You of know course. what I mean? Like of if course. I had just said right away and started, you know, in the car on the way home, just started, yep. you know, getting getting everything. But it took me a couple days, three days, and, and he just kept on me, kept on me. We got to go. Because he wasn't going to go without me because he's not like that. Yeah. He's not like a, a lone, lonesome adventurer, you know. He needs he needs a, he needs someone with him, and uh, you know he just stayed on me, stayed on me. It ended up costing me fifty three hundred dollars to oh, go to uh, that that, that uh, Super Bowl where we got robbed. So that was fucking fantastic. But but I mean, <laughs> I'm glad I did it because we have a lot of great memories. I have a lot of great memories uh, from that trip. My cousin, um, I remember he came when I was living in Los Angeles, and that's when UT played USC. Uh, in the Rose Bowl for the national championship and he came without a ticket and was like I'm just going to go and see and I think he yeah. ended up spending $1,200 on it but I talked yeah. to him the other day and he was like worth every fucking penny it was the because yeah, it really was like the best that was like the best college game that's like ever happened in the history of the world so um, but uh, can you do the play by play if we if you did <laughs> if the sound were off could you yeah it's fourth and five the, the national championship on the line he's going for the corner he's got it <laughs> I mean, I want you to overlay like what I'm saying with it because I've watched it a lot of times. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I know. I we should have I should have bullied Dave into it, but it was a lot of money, and like, we had like two little kids. Like I couldn't have to spend that much money. I could have been like, you, I could just go by myself. Like you don't have to come with me. Bridget and Rory don't both need to go to college, right? No, it's, no, fine. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, somebody's gonna go vocational. <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> Honestly, we need more plumbers in the world. Yeah. That's Pipe right. fitters, nail salon workers, you know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. Life advice, Mike. <laughs> hey, you're next. Okay. Um, we were talking at the Jambo the other night. We were talking about, uh, um, I don't know wh- wh- why it came up, but um, I. Well, it might have come up because of, of our question of the week this week, which is going to oh, be the, uh, the Never Again yeah. companies. W- yeah, never again companies. Uh, Hobby Lobby came up. No, um, I think we were talking about how Hobby Lobby's um, evil. Evil. Yeah. Yes, how the owners are uh, sidestepping certain shutdown rules. Well, and God told them to stay open. To stay open. And then yeah. to close. Yeah. Yeah, if, if no one is familiar, if someone is not familiar with the story, um, they defied the statewide orders to to shut down, you know, non-essential. I guess people think like Jesus tea cozies might be uh, <laughs> essential in these, in these, in these difficult times. Essential um, sequence. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they wouldn't, they wouldn't shut down. The police had to come and shut down Hobby Lobby. And uh, the, the reason that, that the, the owner who's a multi-billionaire had kept it open was because his wife uh, said that she spoke with God and God wanted them to stay open or something like that. So uh, they, they had to shut it down. And then um, he immediately laid off every last one of his uh, employees, this asshole multi-billionaire. I mean, piece of shit. (laughs) So, so uh, I've always, guys don't shop uh, at Hobby Lobby. No, don't. I silently judge Joanne. I silently judge yeah. people when they say, oh, I went to Hobby Lobby. I'm like, oh, really? You did? Like, really? That's where you decided to go? There's Michael's, yeah. like, right there. It's, kind of, it's difficult to avoid when you're in Texas and you're, and you're crafty. I have never you know? been into a Hobby Lobby. I get it, and I'm also not crafty, but I've been to a Joann's and I've been to a Michael's. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely the, the third on the list of places that that uh, we would ever frequent or did frequent, and um, I I cannot even remember. First of all, Hobby Lobby gives me the bad feels, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is something because personal Jesus with me. Is there, I think, you know that he's yeah. watching you, and you're not going to stand up to that scrutiny. <laughs> so there are things you can is do. on every aisle. Yeah, it's there nice. are things you can do in Emily's at Joanne's that you can't do in Emily's at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> uh, I feel bad when she's in Hobby Lobby. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, all right. So it gives me the bad feeling, um, <laughs> but that's that's it's mostly me because. I mean, I generally just do not care about religion. I, I don't care enough to be atheist or even really, you know, call myself agnostic. I just don't care. I think it's, you know, if that's what you want to do, you know, God bless. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so I mean, I don't know how I got drafted into this um, this particular um, Hobby Lobby errand. We were in, in South Austin, and at that time, I wasn't really familiar with South Austin it gave me weird feels, and now I'm in a in a in a part of the town that gives me a weird feel, and I'm in a <laughs> and I'm in a store that gives me the bad feels. <laughs> and for some reason, Emily's in the car, and she's asked me to return these like um, it's like a little nesting um, storage box thing. It's like you know four different size storage boxes, one inside the other, and it's like five dollars or whatever. And I'm I, I realize the details aren't aren't that important, but I I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. Anyway, um, so I go in there; it's like five six dollars, and I'm just trying to get this money back. And I look over, uh, and the store's set up the same way as as our our North Austin one. So I was like, look over your the home refund. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yeah, my home hob. Uh, I look over to the right, and there's no one at the refund. Uh, a return desk so i just get in line and the line's kind of long and they're pretty understaffed it looks like uh so i wait and i wait and i wait and in in two minutes in hobby lobby is like an hour so i've been in there five hours at least (laughs) and i get to the front and uh and i say yeah i just need to uh return this and and uh the the lady goes uh uh uh, you should go to the the return desk. There's nobody there. She goes, "Well, go over there, and somebody will somebody will show up." There's no bell. There's no like <laughs> thing to pull. You know, just stand there and hope for the best. I guess was their policy. And and I said, I I, I said you can't just you know refund it here. I mean, this isn't all hooked in. You just can't do it. And you know, how about store credit? And so, no, no, no. You got to go stand over there. And I said, tell you what. Shove it up your fucking ass. And then I, I dropped the thing. I dropped. I, I dropped the thing and I walked out. And I, I'm, I'm sure I appeared very calm. But by the time I got to the car, I'm like shaking. You know, and Emily's like, "What, what, what happened in there?" And I'm like, "God damn it!" You know, if I could just hide it better, I wouldn't have to tell her this story of how I just embarrassed myself in the highway. But uh, that's one of my two fits. The two. Public fits that I've had since I've uh, known Emily. I, I have plenty of private fits, as, as you all know. But publicly, I try to keep a very cool demeanor. And, you couldn't uh, take a I'll, deep I'll breath and just the other one at some point. But you couldn't take a deep breath and just get in the car and say twelve ninety nine back on the visa, and then just yeah, yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Because I didn't have the item when I returned to the car. I am um, Dave, and I always quote. Um, 
the West Wing, and actually it was in the American President. Aaron Sorkin reused his dialogue a lot, but he's like, this was not a proportional response. And like with the kids, a lot of times, like I'll just hear a whine, like, and I'm like, no, no whining. And Dave and I are like, that's not a proportional response to that. <laughs> right. So you did not have a proportional response to. No, 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 no. I'm sure that that girl tells that story to this day. This, this <laughs> fucking psychopath, like. <laughs> yeah, I was in a bad place. That that place put me in a bad place. It's like the orange, big, blocky font. Uh, lettering on the front it just makes you feel weird the the you know fluorescent lighting i it's gross it's all bad yeah, yeah the those floors who that have not been redone uh <laughs> since opening in 1945 <laughs> <laughs> bad bad all right enough about me bobby uh you did webster at some point yeah yeah there's a hobby lobby is that webster, a person or a place or both it, it opens it's a place <laughs> It's so, like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Manuel <laughs> <Samuel> Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I. Wow, that's a picture I'll never get out of my head, Bobby doing Webster. <laughs> they did it all the ways. All the ways that were possible with someone as the size of Webster. And, right, well. Yeah. <laughs> so of course in this context this is webster my hometown oh all oh, oh, right your hometown. <clears throat> <laughs> okay webster, where life is worth <laughs> where life is worth living according to the signs <laughs> it's, so, it's so depressing <laughs> where life is worth living <laughs> that's, that's genuinely uh, apparently or at least it was the slogan for man shack we're hanging in there <laughs> <laughs> Hoping for the best. And the, the Hobby Lobby is in an old Chase Pickin' hardware store, which was a Wegmans hardware store. I, I've never been in that Hobby Lobby, and I'm going to keep it that way. But Webster is about an hour and a half down the road from here, uh, from, from Mayfair Lane Studios. And um, we just need to get the hell out of the house <laughs> last week. We were losing it. We needed to get out for a little while. So we decided to go. It's on Lake Ontario. So we thought we would go pick up some takeout lunch and some cider and, and fried cakes some uh, fry cake donuts from the cider mill, which was open because uh, they sell eggs and milk and bread and such. So they are essential. And we went out to Webster and we picked up some food and we went to Webster park and we had a little picnic lunch out in this cold sun. And it was all very nice. Um, it was just a good chance to get away. We got lunch from a little Irish place in the village Um just felt good to be home in a small dose. Nobody in my family lives in Webster anymore, so even better. We didn't feel obligated to really visit anyone. <laughs> we did buzz by my mom's place on the way out of town and wave from the street. She stood at her mm-hmm. door. But it was all very uh, socially distant and safe, and it was an excuse to get outside. But I had an interesting encounter uh, in Webster, uh, and I realized I, I ended up planning my mother's entire funeral in a two-minute conversation in a parking lot. Well, I was in Webster, so, you know, oh. we're getting things done during this quarantine. Uh, while we were out running around, we, uh, after lunch, popped into my home church. Uh, speaking of religion, I don't do a lot these days, but I did grow up in the Episcopal Church. and It's going to be uh, packed tomorrow. Yeah. That, that, that place. I mean, you're, you're not even going to believe the crowd. You're not even going to. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be... Uh, and we did this uh, because there is a columbarium outside. 
and my grandmother is interred in that columbarium. And so we just thought, hey, let's swing in, say hi real quick. It's not like a big old crypt or anything. It's it's ground, underground level, little plaques on the ground. It's, it's actually quite nice, little garden fence around it. Uh, and as we were there, uh, and we, we only went for a couple of minutes, I noticed that the, the columbarium spots sort of go in twos. Uh, and my grandmother does not yet have a neighbor. The other plaque is still blank. Oh. Uh, lucky anyone else not being subjected to my grandmother's incessance in the afterlife. <laughs> so wow. we're, go- we're going back to the car. and Maybe uh, there was somebody and they complained and they got moved. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, Jesus. Can I switch Can seats? I <laughs> uh, Another so, cell opened up. Look, we just need to be honest, right? So <laughs> we're going back to the car, and who but uh, my priest, uh, our pastor, Father Lance, uh, comes in. And he's, he's, uh, he's got a Zoom conference, and the internet is better at the church than at the house, so he's he's coming into work. Uh, and we, uh, we, we see one another in the parking lot. He is, of course, surprised to see me, since I did not even live near there. And also, I think he was just surprised that some rando was parked in the parking lot until he realized it was me. And so we're yelling back and forth, you know, 20 feet apart across the parking lot. And I just said, hey, yeah, hi. Just uh, figured we'd stop in and see Betty, my grandmother. Say say hello real quick. And uh, the, there's a couple of benches in there that are looking pretty rough. I think Sam and I might donate a couple of new park benches to put in there so people have a place to sit. And uh, so we're talking about this. And then I just yelled out, hey, by the way, that spot next to my grandmother is still open. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, for now it is. And I said, uh, why don't we go ahead and put a put a reservation on that one? <laughs> put a hold. Can I get a hold on that? <laughs> put my coat on that seat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and a he tiny, just sort of looked at me. Tiny coat on there. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just sort of looked at me and I said, well, you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, my mother has not made any plans. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, they lived together for years and years and years. And I, I just, I, I think I, I just can't imagine a better afterlife than just reuniting them. And he looked at me and he just sort of said, uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can make that happen. I, we can work that out. I'll give you a call later. And a very obsequious like, nice sentiment is what he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just, uh, out of the blue went out for a nice lunch and, uh, ended up planning my mother's, uh, oh, final God. resting place. Cool. I'm sure she's so happy about that. <laughs> I don't think she listens to this podcast and God help me if I anyone else. Be. I mean, that would, that's, that would be cool. That'd be <clears throat> fine. So, <laughs> you know. uh, it's, it's, uh, it's simple. She can it, clearly put up with your grandma. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's economical. Uh, and, uh, uh, I'll be able to visit them at the same time. Right. <laughs> and then neither of them will be next to a stranger. It's perfect. Right. So, uh, yeah, I went to Webster and ended up planning my mother's, uh, funeral basically. So I did Webster. Congratulations. <laughs> um, speaking of doing it, um, uh, the next item in small talk, uh, speaking Anne, of doing it um, might be the best transition in the show's history. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. Should I read the, this line item, or do you want to just take it? No, I'll take it. <clears throat> well, so we were talking at the Jambo, and Bobby did mention that he had done Webster. And I said, oh, I've been to Webster. And that picture just came up in my mind again. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I do not like it. Get it out. 
And Bobby, as you said, it's not that big a town. So you were kind of curious to know how I had found myself in Webster. And it's because I had a roommate in college who was from Webster. And I went home with her a couple of times. And my big contribution, the thing that I learned, is that if you go to Webster and uh, you're out and about, you can see people having sex in a pickup truck in a parking lot in the middle of the day because that's what I saw. Wait, it was in the middle of the day? It was in the middle of the day. Mm. I don't remember what we were doing, but we had gone into the city business district or whatever. Bobby will have to shed some light on if there is one. But we had parked somewhere probably to like go into lunch or something. And there was a pickup truck sitting I don't think it was in the parking lot we were in but it was in whatever the business was next door and there were two people who were very clearly having intercourse in the front seat and I remember thinking how does that work logistically with the steering wheel well one of them one of them is a dwarf uh and then the other one is you know a uh, older an older man uh that looks really young Because they were face to face in yeah. the driver's, the driver's seat. seat. How do you wow. do that with the steering wheel? How do you fit two people in there? But oh, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, <laughs> people, people have been figuring this stuff out for a long time. Don't don't, don't forget that this is how Luke Burbank's daughter was conceived. Oh God, <clears throat> yeah. figured. You mean mostly that happens in the back seat, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, who has time? Yeah, they're so horny that they have to do it in the front seat. They like can't. They like can't wait to scoot well, it's on a back. Pick up, so you know, oh, true. there's a bed, but that's a misleading term because people will hear you moan. Right. I, I seem to recall uh, there was a um like a a cover, a bed cover. Oh well, it, yeah, they should so. have gotten back there. That would have been the responsible. Well, they thing could have to been do. in the just, passenger seat where there's no. Then they could have really got to rocking though. You would have known the sex was going on. You just wouldn't have been able to see it because the whole thing would have been like really going. I don't know. I, I could have thought, well, like wow, they they have a wild animal in the back of that <laughs> right, <laughs> truck, right, but right, I wouldn't right, have known. Right. Sure, sure. So uh, a family think, of raccoons brawling in the back of that. Uh, I think the old saying Ford is courier. Front seat windows, whatever. That's the way we do it in Webster. <laughs> it's the closest I can come to a rhyme. <laughs> so now <laughs> I'm thinking that there was a day when I was watch- not watching, noticing two people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you felt the need to clarify, upon... which makes me think you, that you were watching. I was remarking upon the fact of two people having sex in a, in a vehicle in a parking lot in broad daylight in western New York, and somewhere in the near vicinity, a 10-year-old Bobby was running around. Mm. It's very possible, because I lived in the village around that time, and so I'm trying to figure out which parking lot this was. Do you happen to remember the business? I have no, no. idea. <laughs> This is like, okay, so it's like the 20th it or 20th. with Nobby Kavi. It's like some anniversary of sneakers. So once again, there's been like like lots of retrospects, retrospectives of it. And they had the part where he's like in the trunk and trying to like think about what bridge he was crossing over. It was like, what did it sound like? <laughs> so like, this is, this is Bobby and yeah. <laughs> 
ahead. What was the sound of the pavement underneath your feet? How close were you to the railroad tracks? Or I will find you. (laughs) Special skills. (laughs) All right. Uh, uh, Anne, um, what are you baking? Uh, that's what she baked is the name of the segment, which we hope will, will grow. Um, what's going on over there? What, what are the, what are the smells and well, first going on? I'd just like to say that I'm kind of pissed about this whole situation because everyone (laughs) is like, I'm going to learn to bake bread. I'm going to do so much baking. My sourdough starter kit. (laughs) Quit (laughs) taking my thing, people. No, this, this is, is like Antium's thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was baking before you were ever thinking about it. So uh, I said before when you were well, I've been sitting in my room thing. watching television long before it, and exactly. anyone else even thought about it. Quit trying to bite my rhyme, people. <laughs> right? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Get off my corner. I like to think that I'm leading this trend and not jumping on the bandwagon. But uh, I have what. You no, like you have like a marked like I, like everybody knows this is Anne's fucking thing. My dad knows this. Yeah. Like this is Anne's thing. And you put this in an envelope and mailed it to yourself years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like people, stop buying all the fucking yeast. <laughs> yeah, and flour. Yeah. What? Go, I had to. I had to go to Target. Uh, Late the other night, I had already done the three-week grocery shop, and then I discovered I was almost out of tampons. Uh, It's so fun to be a girl and get your period during a quarantine. And so I was forced to go back to Target, and I was like, well, I'm going to go down the baking aisle just in case. And there was one jar of Fleischmann's yeast sitting (laughs) on, and it was like I had found... A fist-sized gold nugget. How I felt about now, that. <laughs> now, and in that situation, do you take that package and give it like an, a lot of extra scrutiny? Yes. You know, like because what's wrong with this thing that it's back exactly. on the shelf? It's not like even just that shelf was empty, but the shelf above it and the shelf <laughs> to either side of it. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why are, is this? Are there needle trapped? holes in this thing? <laughs> I mean, what is going on here? No, I checked it very, very thoroughly, and I. I don't know, people. Now I still have to find bread flour, but that's okay. I got enough we, to last we a went, while. We went through this yesterday because Sam wanted to make Portuguese uh, Easter bread, which we don't bake a lot here, uh, but we used to get it every year in Rhode Island because the little old grandmas of people Sam worked with, the little old Portuguese ladies used to make it and sell it. So for like five bucks, you'd randomly come into work the week before Easter and there would just be a shopping bag with a paper plate in the bottom of it and a giant loaf of sweet bread. Yes, please. Right. (laughs) And there are no bakeries that do anything quite like that around here. And the whole shopping mission yesterday hinged on the yeast and we couldn't get it. And then at the parking lot, Sam was clearly dejected and I, I told her I was sorry about her yeast problem. And <laughs> oh, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not go over That's well. one of the more popular bouquets over at 1-800-Flowers. Oh, God. Mylar heart on a stick. You know, sorry about your yeast. Sorry, yeasty. Promo code Easter. <laughs> All right. Let's continue away from this. Trip. Sorry, I just yeah. really we got to move on. 
<laughs> so I, I started out. I, I'm, I'll just bring this off right off the top of the off the top. Uh, Mike, I know you won't like this, but I made strawberry lemon scones, uh, which were delicious. I'll take one right out of the oven, but then you know the rest of them I'll just stockpile for the end times. Well, I didn't have fresh strawberries. I had frozen strawberries. So you know when you thaw those out, those are pretty soggy, and so I think they helped yeah. keep oh, the moisture yes. in the scones. So that worked very well, yeah. actually. I have made two loaves. They of were good white for twenty minutes bread. instead of twelve. <laughs> exactly, Stop. two loaves of white sandwich bread, uh, two six-strand braided challah loaves. Uh, uh. That was, and I had to make them. I had to make a second one because I I couldn't figure out the braiding on the first one, and then I watched some mm-hmm. tutorials, and then it worked out much better. I made a batch of plain old Betty Crocker chocolate chip cookies, the first thing that I ever learned how to bake, which shows you where my headspace was at that night. There's there's half a a batch of dough still in the freezer. Uh, I made the classic British custard tart. Uh, Oh, yeah. I made... uh, Similarly to the chocolate chip cookies, I made croissants, and I made half the batch of dough, so that's still in the freezer. And then I only baked half the croissants that I shaped, so half of those rolled and shaped croissants are in the freezer, so I can just pull them out and stick them in probably tomorrow. Uh, Yesterday, I made chocolate mousse because whatever. I wanted a chocolate mousse. <laughs> I'm going to make uh, uh, last night I made dough for the raspberry peach pie that I'm going to drop off at my parents for Easter since uh, I can't go to my parents for Easter. Uh, my mother said well then I think you should probably bake us a pie. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> and tomorrow I think I'm going to bake monkey bread which I've never oh, I love monkey Ooh. bread uh. I've never baked it before because every single recipe you ever see says serve straight from the oven serve warm serve straight from the oven no, and fuck I, that. I'm not getting up at four in the morning to bake no. it so that no. it's warm mm-hmm. when I go into work so I've never made it before and I'm just gonna make it for me uh, so there. So, I and, love it so much and if um if people started, it, like Field of Dreams, just started showing up at your door, and we <laughs> we could get some swab tests and you know fever check, um, can can we start you know lining up six feet apart outside your your condominium, just walk in, you know, soup Nazi style, put our money on the counter over here, take five steps to the right, <laughs> make our selection, and then you look up, you know, like. I don't know about this guy. Uh, all right. Well, piece of, piece of monkey bread. We continue at work to have a Monday morning treat time. Obviously, I can't pass the treats out to anybody, but we are doing a Zoom meeting at 930 on Monday morning where everybody gets on with their mm-hmm. coffee and we just shoot the shit and I show them what I baked that they can't have. Uh-huh. And, that's uh, that's torture. That's that's mean. What you're I know, doing? It's kind of rude. Like, <laughs> look what you can have. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. And um, this week, when I showed the croissant, my coworker Lauren was like, "Anne, I can be there in six minutes." And yeah. I said, "All right, yeah. roll the window down, and I'll see if <laughs> yeah. I can toss a croissant football style in through the window because I think." I mean, you guys know that I, I like sugar. I don't bake a lot of bread because it doesn't have very much sugar in it. 
My but, body does an excellent job of converting that bread into sugar. Don't you worry. That's true. Your body will do that. Sure. But I, I <laughs> you like don't get that. To taste it. But. I like that sweet taste. But those croissants might be the best thing I've ever made. Mm-hmm. And well, just make me... sure you grab the croissant, and not the scone, because right. you could it could be an insurance claim waiting to happen if you don't. If, if I throw the get it scone in the by mistake, <laughs> yeah, and it just, yeah. the front quarter panel is just wiped out. That's true. You had to take that to the body shop. Yeah. Well, the All croissants right. took 12 hours to make. That's so. the thing that I'm obsessed 12 with. 12 hours? Yeah. It's, yep. uh, okay, so I, my, I've i never made them, obviously, because I can like make chocolate chip cookies and that's it. But I watched a tasty video of them making croissants, and I was like kind of obsessed <laughs> with how long mm-hmm. it takes. And that's even in a sped-up video. And I just want to hear about it. Like, what are the, like, what's the highlight processes? Well, I would say of 12 hours, 11 hours and 15 minutes is inactive time, which is either rising or resting or baking. So you, you make the dough and then you immediately have to put it in the fridge for two hours and let it get cold. And then Mm. you take it out and you start to, um, you start the lamination process, which is the process of putting layers of butter and layers of dough and folding it over and rolling it out. And yeah. every time you do that, that you have to keep the butter cold. So you do a turn is what one mm-hmm. round of it is called. And then you have to put it back in the fridge for a half hour. And then you do three turns in this recipe and then you have to chill it for four hours. And then you have to take it out and roll it out and cut it out and, uh, let it rise for another two hours and then you have to bake it. So it's really not labor intensive and it's not particularly difficult. It's just that you have to be there at the specified times to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of timer setting. Exactly. And yeast is a pain in the ass. I have a hard time. I need to, this is why I need to practice my bread baking. I have a hard time because you always have to do two rises for the yeast and the second rise never works out very well for me and the internet says well it's either because you under rose the first time or you over rose the first time or you under rose mm-hmm. the second time or you over rose the second time you're or an you idiot is what it, it the wrong. Internet t- right is <laughs> so you you, you do have up, to be dummy. there and do it you can't just oh the first time i made the challah bread i had put it to rise in the oven, you just preheat the oven and then turn it off. And so it's just nice and warm and you stick the bowl in there and you let it rise. And I happened to turn the TV on and it was right when our governor, Governor Waltz, was announcing the stay at home measures and he was doing mm-hmm. the press conference and going. And I watched that and I thought, shit, I'm going to the grocery store right now before everybody <laughs> else figures out that right, he put right. a stay at home order in and ever there's a mad dash and away I went, and it wasn't until I was in the parking lot about an hour later that I thought, shit, my dough! <laughs> <laughs> oh. yep. And as a result, Helpless feeling. it it overrose and then deflated, and so it didn't work out very well. So the moral of the story is croissants, not hard. You just have to be there and follow the timing. Yeah, that's... It's so much like I I feel like I have like a 
you know, ADHD or something. Cause I'd be like, what's that over there? And then, <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> I've watched three episodes of Park and, Parks and Rec and it's like, oh, they're like fading over the croissants are dying over on the corner. <laughs> your, your overproof croissants are escaping the kitchen on their own. Uh, oh God. <laughs> they're coming under the door. It's like, oh, I um, forgot. What was that movie? It was called The Stuff in the 80s. And it was like in a like a pint container. It looked like yogurt, but it was alive. And if you ate it, then it would eat you from the inside out. Oh, my goodness. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen it. But I saw it in the video store. Many, many times. It it burned into your brain. (laughs) Yep. Wow. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Stuff. Yeah. The stuff. If we can find an Amazon link, maybe we'll use it as an additional <laughs> shameless sure. Amazon plug of the week. <laughs> sure. A 1985. Looking for more entertainment here. The Stuff, yeah. also known as Larry Cohen's The Stuff, is a 1985 American satirical science fiction horror film. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh, look at that poster. The genre, it, the the genre are listed as comedy, horror, and science for me, fiction. Please, for my old ass, so it, it covers the. Uh, this is on Prime Video. If you have, uh, if if you already <laughs> give your money to Amazon every year, like many of us do, you can actually do. watch it for free. Oh, that's, that's what Rory and I are going to watch tonight. <laughs> so, Settle in, kids. <laughs> the sequel was the business. Are you eating it, or is it eating you? <laughs> Oh, says the poster. <laughs> they just lay it right out there, don't they? Well, uh, that right. wasn't on the run sheet. <laughs> I put it. I put the poster in Slack for you, Mike. Thank you. Finally, someone's taking care of old clip pop. Literally old clip pop. Now oh we'll print God. it out and we'll mail it to you, and in two to four days you'll have it. <laughs> right. Brought to you by USPS. Take 15-second uh, videos of the movie and then send them to me consecutively, and I'll, I'll, I'll watch them. Um, we'll Bobby, make a flip book. Uh, let, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get to the mailbag. Let, let's, find out, uh, let's find out what's going on with the listeners. I'm surprised we didn't get yeah. a lot of mail this week. I'm really well, uh, by not a lot of mail, you mean we got no mail this week. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I missed some. guys. Uh, but you can tell that everybody is, is uh, just uh, busy as ever, you know, working. Oh, I'm super busy uh, at work. I can't uh, even believe how busy I am. Like, going like, going uh, out, I, going bowling, <laughs> going to the movies. There's a meeting on uh, on Friday afternoon. I, I jumped into this meeting with, with my boss, uh, Jeremy, and a bunch of other people. And he said, well, you know, we've got this work from home uh, survey that that the company wants you to take. So I'm supposed to remind everyone to take it. They said, Mike, are you going to take it this afternoon? I said, yeah, it's pretty much my this is going to be my afternoon. This nine question (laughs) survey. I'm going to try to get like I'll get through four and a half, three to four hours out of this. I do find like, um, you know, I'm essentially lazy, like pretty much my resting nature is lazy. But yes. Um, but I, (laughs) shut up, but I, um, I find like when I'm moderately busy, that's like when I'm the best because I can like, yeah, like, let me take it on. Like, like just keep adding stuff to it. It's not frustrating to me. Now when somebody emails me something for work, that is stupid. I'm like, uh. like I'm that scene of Paul Rudd in uh, Wet Hot American Summer where she's like, pick it up. Yeah. And he's like, uh. that's me now. Like, I don't want to do anything. 
Um, yeah, I need to be kept busy. I'm like a, well, I'm like a show pony or something. Like I need, you just need to like whip me a little bit. <laughs> I, uh, but that's that sounds more like Dave's problem. <laughs> but I, I compare this to in my world. Uh, there are some instruments. There are some musicians. If you want to hire them, there are additional costs for them to lug their instrument to and from where you're going. So it's not like having them for two hours costs double of having them for one hour. Cause if you're renting a, someone, uh, if you're renting a harp and have a harpist mm-hmm. coming, the, the setup cost is you got to get the fucking harp there. And so like, we're all so far out of Please regular don't work. Call mode Dolly that- for that. I don't, I really don't want to deal with the fucking harp. <laughs> you don't want the insurance claim on a $30,000 no. harp. No, oh my God. no, I do not Bobby. Please don't ever involve us in any of your, and then Activities you, you get it there, and then it's like an hour and a half to tune the harp up. Right, right. And so it's the setup. It's like, oh, I gotta open that email. I gotta, I gotta fire up Illustrator, InDesign. Right. This could take <laughs> seconds, if not minutes. Right. <laughs> oh. That's me. <laughs> you need one revision on a deck or one exactly. page. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't deal with this. <laughs> and this is why none of the listeners are emailing us because they're too busy being productive <laughs> humans. Uh, but we did get a, a good amount of feedback on our Facebook page, uh, rather our Facebook group. The show has everything. The question of the week from last yeah. week was essentially, what are you watching or revisiting in this time of uh, unexpected uh, homeboundness? And um, we got uh, we got a lot of responses here. I'm going to zip through them. Uh, and I probably won't do them all. Linda says she's doing a lot of Zoom meetups uh, from friends to online book clubs. And she notes that it's a new thing for this boomer. Uh, and even uh, even my tech-averse wife uh, had a Zoom meetup with other ladies from Mayfair Lane yesterday. And they all sat and drank their wine Very and cute. talked as if they were just sitting out on the lane together. <laughs> uh, more and more of those happy hours and your Monday morning thing. Um my work life has been consumed with Zooms of various organizations wanting to tell nonprofits how they can survive during all of this. And mm-hmm. um, I can't get any work done because I'm too busy being told how I can get work done. <laughs> I mean, I literally mm-hmm. have four next week already on my calendar of these multi-hour sessions of advice. Has anybody had any experience with the Zoom bombing yet? No, but no. I dream People. of it. You know I want it to happen. <laughs> I know. I've been hearing all about this, and I'm like, well, okay, I understand if it's like a like educational, a school thing, you have kids or whatever. You probably don't want people no. like no. breaking in to post pictures of their ding-dongs uh, <laughs> and, and shout racist things. But for myself, I would love – I'm like, bring it on, big boy. Let's see what you got. <laughs> I would be so excited because I would be like, it's so like how thrilling I want. I, my life is so boring. I want yeah. some excitement. Yep. Let's That's hear true. how anti-Semitic you can be. Come on. Yeah, bring it. Well, I guess it's time to get the old vacuum cleaner out of storage. <laughs> A, that's a deep cut for you longtime TPTL <laughs> listeners. Uh, uh, Kalina says, I have watched Tiger King three times. There oh, is Lord. no other media. <laughs> My Lord, and I, Kalina. I wanted to include that as a representative sample of society. Uh, boy, what a win for them to come out now. Huh? I mean, seriously, because it really, like, I think I said this last week, it would have come and gone. I mean, people would have been obsessed with it. There would have been memes, but it would have, like, gone in a week. And it is still 
thrive. Like it's still people are still posting stuff about it. Yep. Um, I I don't know. I watched it because I wanted to understand all the memes and yeah. uh, and I know that you had some misgivings about it because it seems so exploitative. And I would say now that I've watched all of it, you're you're partially right. I have um, serious concerns. But these are also a lot of people who are clearly craving their own angle of attention. Yeah. I and do, that's I, what I hate about that stuff. I yeah. do enjoy, though. I feel like the um, the um, kind of talk about it has turned in that, like, why are we calling out Carol Baskins of all people um, when, like, she you know she's not a perfect person right. but like look at these other fucking people like are you kidding me like this, this is just like kind of misogynistic that we're like oh the woman she killed her uh, husband excuse me kind of misogynistic <laughs> yeah. some people who have an axe to grind with her vaguely insinuate that i don't know maybe she killed her husband and now everyone's like carol killed her husband <laughs> meanwhile there are men abusing animals and other human beings yes on fucking camera <laughs> yep yes. exactly yes. And it was extremely irresponsible of oh here i go Whew, i'm getting worked up yeah uh, <laughs> and gets mad <laughs> this is what we bought tickets for and it's great keep going extremely irresponsible of the producers of this movie to introduce this quote-unquote storyline for which there is no evidence that this woman killed her husband who liked to fly small planes and had a history of crashing said yep. small planes yeah. if they were going to do this they should have gone to the police and talked about the investigation into his death and see what the police think and uh, not just randomly speculate and insinuate that this woman killed her husband is she cuckoo yes she is but there's no reason to think that she did anything illegal and meanwhile these garbage people are the anti-heroes of this series and i think it's despicable Yep. Yes, I think. I that, think it's amazing that someone oh. could actually have a history of crashing planes. <laughs> yeah. It seems. It seems like. Seems like that's that's, that's the most like, that's amazing the part of any Ford. story. Harrison Ford has a history of yeah. crashing. <laughs> right. <laughs> there aren't a lot of people that can say, "Ah, well, you know, a history of crashing planes." Really, I think that's amazing. The quote of this guy saying, "I'm never going to financially recover from this when somebody gets an arm bitten off." <laughs> that's. Yeah. yeah. That's really – that sells it. And that chick, by the way, the the woman who had her arm bit off, oh. she's the coolest one in the series. Yes. She's the only one I'd – we both sat here and watched it, Sam and I, and said, that's that's who we'd want to have a beer with of everyone in this show. No, it's – yeah, the guy with the harem, Doc Antler. Oh, oh. God. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's gross. And um, he strikes me as a guy who wanted to do a YouTube series on being a pickup artist, but couldn't figure out the tech. Like I just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barb says, "Let's just move on from Tiger King." Barb says, "And I'm only including this because of the name Cabins in the Wild with Dick Strawbridge, <laughs> which I am convinced is just a porno, right?" <laughs> No, it's a show about. It's like a public access show about porno. <laughs> she says it's like the Great British Baking Show, except with tiny little houses. What Barb? I don't I know. Very much doubt. It's like the Great British Baking uh, Show. I, I am. I am certain that Dick Strawbridge couldn't make his rent this month, and the landlady is going to oblige. Uh, Tierra is watching Shit's Creek, and a lots of. He's going to get evicted from his I, tiny little house. <laughs> Well, not if he works for it. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, is there anything I can do? Is there? Yeah. 
Uh, are, any, are any of you doing Animal Crossing? Uh, this is Meredith, um, right? Meredith's the Animal yeah. Crossing. I person. asked Meredith Christy. about it. Christy, Christy right. Because yeah. it sounded like something that would be, you know, very soothing. Because I do Civ Six, and it's it's kind of engrossing and sometimes stressful. Um, so I was looking for a, a lighter diversion. And so I asked Meredith about yeah. it in, in a chat. And, uh, and she said, well, you have to get a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And I says... I said, I don't know what that is or does, so <laughs> well, I'm out on the When I went process. to Target the other day, they had a list of things that they were out of at the front, and one of them, I mean, it was like toilet paper, <laughs> paper towels, yeah. Clorox, la la la, and then it was like Nintendo Switch. <laughs> so <laughs> right. it's on the list of essential items, apparently. Sure, well, he, sure. here's the well, thing. Luckily, I, I didn't have been, pursue it. So. I have been watching... Uh, YouTube streams of Griffin McElroy from the McElroy oh, brothers. Yeah. He, you know, he, he used to be a journalist in the games industry and he's a big yeah. game gamer boy. And he's been live, live, not live streaming. Yeah. Live streaming himself uh, a few times playing animal crossing. And there's one video that's like three hours and 15 minutes long. And I watched it twice guys. It's <laughs> so like, I just put it, really small in the corner of my screen while I was working and I spent half a day with like Griffin puttering around this fake island and it's so like sweet and kind of full soothing. of chores and things that I could see myself wanting to do like here's my daily maintenance chores that I was like well mm -hmm. what would this entail I don't have any Nintendo products and I went and the switch is $400 I know oh my god oh my god Yep. That doesn't uh, yeah. include the game. That's just yeah. the machine. I think you can get the Switch Slim or the Switch Lite or whatever is like 270 I'm like, no, no, no. no. That's no. that end for Anne. I'll, I'll stick to playing to... baseball on my yep. iPhone. I can't. I'll just my... keep watching Griffin. But I do recommend <laughs> if you want to go to the McElroy uh, YouTube channel, it's really very soothing and fun to watch him dig holes it's kind of your version stuff. of twitch yeah you're watching a, someone play video games on, he actually he did one on twitch too so it's just a matter of platform i would so, uh, i would we'll watch show some, notes. some uh i would watch comedians playing video games yeah. i mean like one of my favorite scenes i know like a lot of people think movies really stupid and dated and it it is in some ways but swingers was a scene where they were playing uh video hockey uh Vince Vaughn was playing video hockey and and it just when someone is funny and they're yeah. just you know it doesn't matter what you put in front of them they're going to make funny jokes right yeah and like so watching someone watching funny people play a video game yeah that's got to be great um I love Griffin McElroy and I saw that he so I'm probably going to spend one thousand dollars tonight for so my kids can watch trolls world tour because yeah fine fine but the mcelroys found a way to be a voice in the trolls movie they so made a I'm podcast a called the mcelroy <laughs> brothers will be in trolls world tour where they basically willed into existence them getting parts in that movie and i will recommend it it's so stupid they conceived so stupid. it when they were high in a hotel room in portland <laughs> and decided to make it happen and it's like eight episodes and it's so funny to yeah, listen no, to yeah how yeah. they go through the process of getting themselves <laughs> into this movie by force of will oh my god spoiler alert it worked 
It worked. I know yesterday <laughs> I saw that like one of the kids was pointing to the screen. It was like extra voices and all the McElroy brothers. So I was that was pretty excited. <laughs> so that's my Saturday night. That that scene in Swingers this is the one where they make Gretzky's head bleed in NHL 94, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They knock yeah. him to the ice and make Gretzky's head bleed. <laughs> Yep. Uh, we can't we can't talk about swingers because I have yep. too much to say about how much I hate that movie. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it in ages, uh, and I didn't rewatch it when the rest of you all did. So uh, like we got a hat trick. We got a hat trick from Daniel actually interspersed throughout a couple of days of posting. First, he said he's been rewatching Miranda on Hulu for comfort and distraction, a Britcom uh, by Miranda Hart. Uh, I am not familiar with this, but he gives it quite a quite an endorsement and says, if you're a fan of Lucifer, Tom Ellis is her love interest in the story. Oh, that's Dave. good. <laughs> I haven't seen Miranda, but she was on um, that PBS show called the midwife. Oh yeah. If anybody mm-hmm. could watch that. Mm-hmm. She's the very, very tall sort of awkward lady. You know, I'm always on the lookout for tall ladies. Call the midwife. It, but yeah, yeah. Call the midwife. Call call the midwife. midwife. Yeah. I didn't like that. It's a bossy title. Jesus. Call the midwife. You call the midwife. What do I look like? Your fucking slave. Well, that's that's the thing with Britcoms, right? There's there's about two dozen British actors, and they sort of just cycle through every yeah. show. So, yeah. Uh, Daniel also says if you haven't watched the series Taskmaster on YouTube, which Mike can't like, I imagine uh, five comedians compete with each <laughs> other by doing that's a the one who names that uh, called the midwife the Taskmaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the prize is a bust of comedian Greg Davies' head, Taskmaster on YouTube. And then wow. his third one was also Friday Night Dinner on Hulu, I, which uh, I don't know anything about. But uh, I trust uh, I trust our listeners more than the average person a lot more, despite their liking this show. So um, I, I, I'll add this to the, the short list if I ever get past what we're doing right now at home, which is we're, we're finally in deep into season one of The Wire. So we're only oh. 19 years behind the rest of the world. <laughs> Wait, I haven't watched The Wire yet. Where do you get that? Uh, HBO. Oh, God damn it. I'll give yeah. you my password. I, I have finally Christy's password. I, I mean, <laughs> somebody's password. But the problem is, for some of that stuff, the the at, like address of the IP for the computer has to match the address of... Ooh, that's rude. They're getting wise to this stuff. Uh, yeah. Come on. There We're was gonna... something I wanted to watch that I couldn't watch because I had to log in on a certain IP or something. Rude. Uh, or just, you got to hack the mainframe. You just got to you gotta get in there and I yep, have no That idea. sounds like something that Sprinkle I have some the candy on for. It <laughs> hack the mainframe. Uh, all these things that I don't understand. <laughs> Listener Leslie, uh, revisiting Halt and Catch Fire, which is one of those shows I've heard a lot of people say is really good, and she notes has a great soundtrack, and I just never... Uh, we're going to I think was that an AMC show? I think. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like right after um, uh, Mad Men. I think they were trying to make it happen, but it's mm-hmm. it looks good. I think Lee Pace is very, very, very hot. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested in it. He has puppy dog. Halt eyes. and Catch Fire. That's like two yeah, orders I don't really the... understand. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I can halt, but how do I catch fire? You know, Am I, I think it's it's about the development of the computing industry. It's set in right. the 80s, which is yeah. why it has a great uh-huh. soundtrack. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, very bossy. I don't care for it. 
Uh, Jack says, when I was a kid, I used to buy the overstuffed fall TV guide that previewed all of the new shows for the season. We are now going down a rabbit hole watching all of the fall previews on YouTube for ABC, NBC, CBS from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And we just keep (laughs) saying, quote, what were they thinking? In 1974, you could watch Kojak, Kodiak, Kolchak, The Night Stalker, and Family Kovac. (laughs) It's the KKK. These previews are a blast from the past. Uh, Listener Bet is going to rewatch Desperate Housewives. Oh. Yeah. Uh, And then Prodigal Son on Fox. A darn good show, in my opinion. She also mentions BritBox and some some, uh, Brits. uh, More of the old Britcoms, including Faulty Towers, which reminds me of my childhood. My mother-in-law. Good show. I started watching, like, the first episode of Prodigal Son, but the premise is... The like, uh, I might get the details wrong, bet because I only watched half an episode. But it was the FBI profiler son of a serial killer who thinks that because he's the child of the serial killer, he's like genetically oh, right. more it's so equipped stupid. to be a profiler, but also worries that he may be a serial killer. I mean yeah. that that yeah, that's the worry that a lot of us have. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listener Jean, in addition to Zooming and FaceTiming, says she's watching her governor's daily update, and she lives in Ohio. It's Mike DeWine, and apparently Mike DeWine is doing something called Wine with DeWine daily at 2 o'clock. <laughs> really? He was that's, like, finally. That's, that's wine the beverage, not wine the thing that Hillary's kids do. Yeah. Right. It's 5 o'clock somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. Let's uh, let's yeah, tip it. whatever. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, and uh, she's got some other things in here, including The Children of Windermere on PBS. Uh, and she watched the 1975 World Series. Spoiler alert, the Cincinnati Reds won. Girl, oh, I mean, man. Gene. I hadn't gotten around to it yet. God. Uh, uh, listener Laura. I hate them so much, by the way. <laughs> Pete Rose. Look at his. Smart. Wait, is that Marge Shot, too? Was she a part of that? Yeah. 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 Not so uh, <laughs> Laura, Laura's rewatching Scrubs and also watching Kim's Convenience on Netflix, uh, which is a show a family comedy about a show that owns a, a family that owns a convenience shop it's really in good. Toronto. I work with a we had a we have a soprano who's solo with us a few times who we really really like, and I think she was an extra on a few episodes, so I kind of want to watch it just to look for her. Um, um, yeah, it's supposed to be cute. Like that's what everybody said, or like heartwarming. Yeah. Well, and then Netflix Buffy, is pushing the hell out of it right now. Yeah. yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Hulu. Yes, Laura. <laughs> and a bunch of podcasts. Um, so you can go check the podcast list. And then she notes, um, I'm also doing what I can to work from home, not a lot, and trying not to watch a lot of TV to, during the day since my husband is working full time from home. And then parenthetically, ironically, his embassy job needs him to telework and mine isn't really set up for it. And I I'm thought, a she's she's either bragging about her her spouse working at an embassy, or he works at an embassy suites, and they should just close. <laughs> mm. How do you telework from for an embassy suite? Do you like check people in remotely? Yeah, yeah. that's fine. You buzz someone. You want a to bottle of water? Uh, yeah, I would like one. Well, there's a convenience store. You could go get it because I'm working remotely. So. Well, I think if Laura's husband works for an embassy, we need to get in, in good with him because, yeah. as we've discussed before, you never know when we are going to uh, need somebody to bail us out of something. That's true. 
That's why most of us live fairly close to a border, actually. Escape plans. Actually, Bobby and I both shared with each other yesterday when I went to HEB. I I was like, I, we're good on toilet paper, but I kind of like keep keeping an eye out just in case, you know, like I'll just pick up a four pack, but there has been none. And finally, mm. yesterday they had, were stocked full of little four packs from, I can't even remember, it's called like Vogue, but it is definitely uh, de Mexico because it's all in Espanol and like not like, oh, you turn it on one side, it's English and one side, it's Spanish. Like it is all <laughs> de Mexico. And then Bobby said that his since he lives near the border is uh you know it's all in, canadian it's all yeah. canadian uh, wegmans has been stocked with something called royale brand toilet paper and it's got little kittens all over it and it's it's all in english and french i love when you can tell something is just foreignly branded like it pleases me so much because it's like it's I, there's just something a little bit different for whatever reason like these brand wizards yeah. know like th- like this would not appeal to an american but for some reason it appeals to the 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 sub that i got for um my uh like it's like cup of noodles or something like that it, it's all in korean and i have no idea like what the flavor is you know uh it's like okay well but it looks like super fun times because the labels are just like exploding you know like okay well i just wanted some noodles but this looks like it's gonna be really exciting so i, I look forward to trying it bobby why uh, does the canadian toilet paper have kittens on it I don't know. <laughs> I would think that it would have little, well, I was about to like say little beavers, but that would be awkward. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. You maple syrup. A plate of poutine. Maple syrup on there, you're never going to get off. So, I, I don't oh. know. Uh, <laughs> a Mountie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Canadian listeners, please tell me that you have a brand of paper towels called Mountie. Since we have Mountie, you have yes. Mountie. Oh, but with a Y, it's kind of sexy. Isn't it? <laughs> Mountie. Of course, that's the selling point. Is going to be the sexy yeah. Mountie on the front. So some, so there's a picture of some guy and it says Mountie with a Y. I'm like, whoa, that's a little thrusty right there. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to skip. Listener Andrea says on Netflix, The Stranger, Safe, The Five, and Paranoid. Four things I am unaware of completely. Oh, The Five was good. Okay. I watched that a while ago. I made it about three episodes of uh, The Stranger, and then I lost interest. Is The Stranger the one with Al Pacino? No, the, no that's like the one with, the Stranger's the one with Richard Armitage. Oh. oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check into that. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> no. I'm sure Emily, you know, um, all all this all these British guys. I mean, this, this is all working for her, but not for this veteran podcast. Uh since we're over an hour in, uh Mike, I think uh, you noted in Slack that we would we would hopscotch over medium talk and save it for another time and go to question of the week this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's question of the week. What is your never again uh, moment? Like when I dropped the, uh, the boxes there at the Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and <laughs> scream, good out. day! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You shan't, I shan't be darkening your door again. I, was, I had this conversation with Emily the other day, and mostly it was me just talking. Um, shan't is fantastic because <laughs> it it takes won't or, or, you know, it just takes it to another level. It's like, 
I, I can't or I won't <laughs> or I don't. But Shant is is this is not going to happen again. It's because I hate you and your mm-hmm. ass face. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You've got a word of the I week. Can't. I can't takes the dis- it's like it's, the decision is out of I my hands. Shan't. But if I say I shan't, I am making <laughs> yeah. a decision. Yeah, and because and because of your ass face, that that's the reason this decision is being made. That is what what shan't means. I feel like that's in like a Haley Mills movie. I shan't. What is it? Mm, I'll figure it out. You get right Who on. Wants to go first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right, it is. So, it is. TC word of the week is shan't. S H A N apostrophe T shall not a sky comma. <laughs> yes, is what oh, I like God. to call it. Uh, it's been about six months since we laughed about that Gary Goldman <laughs> sketch, isn't it? That. I think it, it comes a couple times a year. We're good for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never again company. Who wants to go first on the Never Again company? Actually, I mean, I you know what? I will. Um, okay. I, I think thought you about should, this. Bobby. Yours is classic. I yeah. have. I this have. This is a classic, Bobby. I have a long list of of companies and people and who I I will go out of my way. I mean, uh, I have deep seated spite. Um, I I will I will go to the grave with grudges. There's no doubt about that. So this I could do. We could do a whole series on this. But uh, the first one that popped into my mind when thinking about this question was Southwest Airlines. Um, and I love to travel and I love to fly and I fly a lot and. And it's one thing that Southwest treats their passengers like cattle um, and just literally groups them and then shoves them in. And it has bus seating, first come, first serve. Move. Uh, shoot Ooh, B. Shoot, release shoot B. <laughs> oh, you didn't check in Rattle, in rattle, rattle down the jetway. Rattle, rattle, rattle. But see, my okay. question is, Are they in? my question is for somebody who does not travel a ton. I get treated like fucking cattle all the time. Like, it's not like, oh, wow, this is so yeah. luxurious on United Airlines. Well, first like, of all, United, come on. They, come on. They're almost, they almost made this segment. American. American. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the thing is, um, this is America, and you mm-hmm. can pay to not be treated like cattle. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's, sure. And on any yeah. other airline, you can buy your way out of – what you can do is you can buy back some level of dignity – uh, I will just say that I have, pers- I have, I have personal experience first. with them. I have, they're a Dallas based <laughs> airline uh-huh. and they are very nice to their employees. So that's all. Yeah. Sure. Say. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, um, Southwest, uh, uh, this is a specific story that really cemented it for me though. We were, um, we were in Denver, same at a conference. This was actually right after my first ever trip to Seattle. This is Mike. This was after you took me to the Mariners game, and we stayed. At, we stayed at the uh, Days Inn in Bothell together, two beds, <laughs> and uh, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> two men celebrating each other's strengths. Uh, and uh, after that, I hopped on to Denver to. Um, to be with uh, Sam at this meeting and to see Denver and to theoretically catch up with Matt Baca. That's a different story why that didn't oh happen. He was off yeah. seeing Big Hero 6 or something. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it was a Big Hero 6 marathon right. going on in yeah. <laughs> Littleton. So. Uh, Sam and I were both flying home, but because she had booked for work and I had booked separately, we were on separate itineraries. And um, my flight home from Denver to uh, Boston with a layover somewhere was delayed and um so i i went to southwest and said what what can we do about this because i i wanted to get in before sam 
and so uh, there was another route, but it, it had a layover in um, in Tennessee. I, I think it was which. What's their hub there? It's got to be Nashville. Nashville. <clears throat> so they said, "Great, we'll switch you onto this flight. We'll send you through Nashville, and uh, you should be fine. You should still get in a good bit earlier than than her." And then you know, I'm always willing to sit and wait. I, I'd rather be the guy waiting than the guy being waited for always. Mm-hmm. So. I uh, get to Nashville, and of course, because it is like a bus, uh, we stop, but the same plane is continuing on, so I stay on the plane as half the herd gets off, and then I grab a better seat um, for the next leg. And then they start bringing people on, and then I get uh, asked, I get on the intercom, a flight attendant asks me to uh, ring the thing to say where I am, and so I press the button, and they come over to me, and they tell me, I need to get off this plane. Because this plane is at capacity and standby passengers, there's no room for me. Oh. And I look at her a little surprised. No, I'm right here. She's saying, I, Arrest I, me. I, right. I Fuck paid for this. Thing. This is before that, that <laughs> doctor got dragged off that United flight, or maybe I would have yeah, made more of a fuss. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, uh, what? And so I get off because they, they tell me I have to. I get my bag. Thank God. I know better than to ever check a bag. So at least I've got all my shit with me. And I uh, get off the plane. Turns out that they had um, switched my flight but made me a standby passenger and not told me that. And there was no Mm. accommodation that could be made for me. And so I was stuck in Nashville with a dying cell phone and no way to get home. And Sam was going to beat me back. And I finally ended up hopscotching uh, three more flights to get to Providence instead of Boston. Like it was one of these bizarre fucked up things where I got to another airport. If you just started and I got walking, to, you know, and, right. And when the whole thing started, you'd have been halfway there. I finally got to no money. I finally got to Newark. And then they said there were no other flights that I could use to get out of Newark. But then there was a flight going home that was delayed. And so it was still boarding. And I just ran up to the counter and was like, can you put me on this plane? <laughs> and they did. Uh, and I finally got home. But like I had, to, I had to call Sam's mother and be like, hey, uh, I need you to go pick Sam up at the airport. She's not going to know you're coming to get her. So we got to figure that out. Just call her when she lands and be like, hey, FYI, Bobby is stuck somewhere between... Tennessee and Jersey. And, Southwest uh, is doing Bobby like uh, Bobby did Webster. Right. At this point. <laughs> all the different ways. <laughs> yeah. All the ways. And I finally ended oh, up getting in like. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. I finally ended up getting in like 10 hours late to the wrong city. And I just never again. And I realized that that was just like one gate agent who did not explain it correctly. And I, I wouldn't yeah. have done it, obviously, if that risk had been in there. But uh, just just a like huge the age lapse. of zero of poor customer service. Yeah, that was that was it right there. Lapse in communication compounded by shitty yeah. policies and this cattle mentality. Like, you know, if it was one of these things where you didn't get on and off the plane and whatever, and I would have had tickets for each leg and this wouldn't have happened. And so I just I realized they're good to their people and they give people drink vouchers and then everybody. Some people still love a little fucking bag of peanuts and whatever and sam still likes southwest and when she has conferences in florida they have direct flights from everywhere to florida so she'll go take southwest but i just can't and she'll she doesn't care if she's in the middle seat she's skinny and she's you know doesn't require much of anything on a flight and i just nope can't do it won't do it nope 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 all right who's next uh you go mike 
Oh, Mike, okay. yours is well, making finally, me sad. Just reading it. I finally, uh, I finally arrived at it. Um, <laughs> there, I have plenty of them. I mean, obviously, Starbucks. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that wasn't it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's well traveled territory, and I'll travel it again. Uh, but I just, I feel a little guilty because I consume a lot of it because. You know, it's it's uh, ubiquitous, and and Emily buys them all buys all the time, and we finally had one open. It's the closest major business to our home at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I get a lot of drinks from there. Do, I do not pay for them. I've never paid for anything <laughs> from Starbucks. He just walks in and whatever somebody has ordered for mobile pickup is his. Yes. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah. Now it's just all drive through. I just pick it up and I have my delicious drink. Yep, Their I'm coffee Tanya. is terrible. Mm-hmm. But they're the whatever specially weird drink that Emily orders for me. And I just say, give me that drink, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. It's like crack. Fuck, I hate it's I a, hate myself. It's a unicorn anyway. mochaccino. <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm not spending any money there. <laughs> okay. So my problem is uh I believe it's a Texas based business. I, I know they they're throughout the southwest. It's a company called Whataburger. <laughs> and Cullen loves Whataburger. A lot of people love Whataburger. I mean, people are nuts for it. And when they find out that I don't care for it. I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of arguments like what this is amazing these burgers are great and I'm sure like there's a lot of people that hate Dick's cheeseburgers you know that I grew up with and I love so much but um, Whataburger is disgusting their burgers <laughs> are the fucking worst they're the low grade I mean I would not insult horses by saying that this is horse meat I mean that would be an insult or this is the worst and and the, it's like they never clean their grill they never change their grease they never do anything uh, mike it's called it's, seasoning yeah you're not uh, supposed I'm to clean fine. the grill i'm fine with it if it works you know what i mean but it doesn't work at whataburger you just get the grease there's no flavor to it it's just no flavor and i get tricked into it every year or two and the reason you get tricked into it is and this is a very high compliment, and they should never let go of their ad agency. Yeah, the ads their, are good. Their ads are their ads are good. Their artwork in those ads, their product shots, are amazing. <laughs> I love that you're like getting tantalized by like some food stylist that's like has the glistening beef on there. <laughs> oh yeah, your mom should know this. Yeah. This is important. Have this we did we just shit. discuss the word glisten last week? <laughs> The beef glistened in the advertisement. Well, how would you describe it? When when I was working for 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 the Papa, uh, and and I'd go back to headquarters in Louisville, there was a guy who's that was his whole job yeah. was he did he did you know he he was he like, did the glisten oh. work. Yeah, and he was great at Papa's it. Papa's chief glistener, but so whoever whoever's the glistener. At Whataburger, at, at their agency or whatever, they're brilliant because I'm not easily tricked. You know what I mean? I I'm not easily tricked. E- even if I'm high, I, I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I mean, something better will come along in five minutes. You know, but 
but that Whataburger artwork, even when you're just like stone cold sober, you're just like, yeah, I could get into that that burger. And then you go get it. And I I have fired those burgers. I have like been trying to eat one in the car and then just like looked for somewhere where I could like throw it in the woods, you know. <laughs> But then I thought that's disrespecting, you know, the possums. It's over the fence. They would just past the yeah. boots. Yeah, past my <laughs> pissy boots. The grossest burgers ever made. What a burger! Be- uh, Beto disagrees with you. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I growing up in Texas, obviously, it was like a part of my life. Though weirdly, like I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever had a Whataburger hamburger ever in my life. Um, I will will say that they have really good breakfast burritos there. That's like what we had growing up. My dad, my uncle would get breakfast burritos, and I thought that those were really delicious. But um, P. Terry's is I'm not impugning the rest of their menu because I don't know it. (laughs) They have good ketchup and good. But P. Terry's, which is an Austin establishment here, is way better. Uh, I went to Whataburger. Did you just say ketchup? (laughs) <laughs> yes, they sell the ketchup and H- at H-E-B. Have- <laughs> yes. They have their own branded ketchup. Ketchup. Catch, okay. Catch, ketchup. Catch up. Catch me up Cat if soup. you can. It's like between ketchup and catsup. <laughs> ketchup. I went to Whataburger when I came down to Texas. Uh, I've been a couple of times, and I the burgers are – I don't remember. I have no um, – Yeah. No lasting impression of the burgers, but the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, which I only know the name of properly because I'm looking at the menu and now I'm hungry. I'm um, the the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. I, I do a number on one of those right now. That was the highlight of my meal there. And then, of course, yeah. the giant styrofoam cup of soda, as is ubiquitous in all of Texas. If I were uh, McDonald's or BK or Wendy's, I would just lay out all the money in the world for this photographer. I just say, <laughs> what do you want? You know, it's a blank check. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I just like any sandwich served on Texas I'm toast. For it. I'm... Oh, Texas toast. It's good. Um, and yeah. let's want... thick cut white bread and cover it in butter. <laughs> yeah. Genius. I'm down. <laughs> Let me convert that sugar. Let's go. <laughs> Do you want? Do you want next or last? I can go next. Um, okay. Never again will I order anything from the Popcorn Factory. <laughs> the Popcorn Factory is one of those. It used to be mail order. Now, of course, it's online. That's like popcorn gift tins. Yes. Yeah. And yeah stuff. Yeah. Corporate gifts. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, when I was in college, my mom would occasionally order a little care package from them and send it to me like they had a little thing that was a little mailbox and they would personalize it with your name and it would have a little popcorn and some chocolate and whatever inside there and so one time i decided to order something from the popcorn factory for some reason i don't remember but within a week i received a catalog from harry and david and then i received a catalog from another gourmet gift catalog <laughs> company and then another and then another and then another no, and i was like no. those fuckers sold my name to all the other 
<laughs> gourmet gift mail mm-hmm. order companies. And I ain't having the that. The mafia. You just abused my trust by selling my name to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't care how good and how cute your stuff is. Never again. No. Ooh, and all those those things are like rabbits. They just multiply, especially Harry and David. I feel like you get them like almost constantly. I don't want a pear. I'm not interested in having a pear in my basket. I wouldn't need a pear with your dick. I mean, come on. Pears are the worst. I mean, I can't like a five-second window anyway, when a but... pear is delicious. Sam is a pear whisperer. She can bring home the, the best sand apples at the store. It's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. I, if it doesn't wait. work out, you can always just like you know go work on your boat. You know, on, you know, just <laughs> sand it down. This is the uh, this is the second one eight hundred flowers reference of the show. But I was just trying to figure <laughs> out who owns Popcorn Factory to see where we could direct our ire, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's one eight hundred flowers. And there's yeah. subsidiaries according to the Wikipedia. One eight hundred baskets. They're, blue they, nut, they're sh- achieving efficiencies at some point. They're just yeah. They, Sher- know, Cheryl's cookies. Harry and David, yeah. Napco Marketing mm-hmm. Corporation, uh, Popcorn Factory, Stockyards. That? Oh, no, that, that not the restaurant. The um, online retailer of steaks, chops, and other meats and seafoods. Mm-hmm. And Sherry's Berries. Oh. So they actually didn't sell my information. They just sent it to a different division <laughs> of the company. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah, they like worked it. you through the whole network of uh, 1-800-Flowers. We got a hot one here. <laughs> yeah, every Monday morning there's a fresh fish email. You know, <laughs> That's so annoying. Uh, Gary's Berries still firmly Stop. independent. <laughs> yeah. No one wants Gary's Berries. <laughs> <laughs> they're lonely and they're still on their own. Gary's Paris. You can't get anyone to touch them. It's just them against the world. I do have an honorable mention here that I need to talk about. and I'm, I'm confused to talk about. by it. I know. I've needed to talk about this for a long time. Cool. And it's a little bit of a sideways turn on this category, but I'm going to include it. And I have a message I would like to deliver directly to YouTube. Stop trying to make me watch John Mulaney clips. Stop it. Stop it. Why is it I watched you? 15 minutes of one of his specials like a year and a half ago. Oh, what was the one oh. called? Like Kid Gorgeous or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And now I swear to... I turned it off because I was bored by it. And yeah. now YouTube is just bombarding me. It's with like, don't John you Mulaney love it? On Saturday Night Live. John Mulaney talking about what it was like to be on Saturday Night Live. John, <laughs> John Mulaney on, with Nick Kroll. John Mulaney this, that, and the other thing. And I've, every time I see one come up, I'm like, no! You can't make me do this! <laughs> so every oh, time I see one... you think he's paying for that? I don't know, but somehow the algorithm has concluded that... Uh-huh. I am the prime candidate to watch like mid thirties, uh, non-threateningly good-looking twinkie comedians, and mm-hmm. I don't okay. want it. Stop it! <laughs> it is sort of annoying because it's like they. This is how it shows the limits of the algorithm because it's like, yes, I see how this is like. You would think that this is what I want. Like, I get it. I, I get why you want me to watch this but like you're actually wrong like you don't know me that well. youtube mm-hmm. you don't know me that well <laughs> yeah 
So I am it's like saying... having oral sex with a stranger. You know, <laughs> you're just like, okay, well, <sighs> what you're presenting um, here isn't working. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't make that comparison. Frankly, the analogy is, but... is off a little bit. Okay. But... Well, you know, sorry. But but in the spirit of our question of the week, I'm saying never. Could be a great again, suggestion, YouTube. but usually it's you know, not great. never again. Am I going to watch a John Mulaney clip? So stop it. <laughs> and I you keep saying John Mulaney. I, this is going to I know. <laughs> Listen, it can't get any worse. I'm telling you that. And I like John Mulaney up, well man. enough. He's, be... He's fine. TM. Yeah. I, like, I this isn't about John Mulaney at all. I think he's no. perfectly funny. This is about YouTube trying to <laughs> force me to watch his clips. Sure. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry that happened to you, Anne. <laughs> it's been a year, Mike. They won't <laughs> no. give up. And you've watched yeah. other things on YouTube. Like you would think it would cycle in and like learn. Millions like the machine would learn. Of other things. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I watched three hours of Griffin McElroy <laughs> playing Animal Crossing. And it won't give you anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's Here's Eddie Griffin. No, no that's not. <laughs> no. What Eddie Griffin? Um, I I I get that. I understand it. Um, okay, this is a, clean up. Let's go. The, okay, this is a very 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 hyper local one. I just it made me so mad. And um, my thing that I like to do sometimes is reserve rage for people that maybe don't deserve it, but like it doesn't hurt me to rage out at them, and they'll just like take it, which is not great. But um, <clears throat> about six years ago. Five and a half years ago, I was very, 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 very pregnant. I think it was early December. Rory's birthday is December 8th. So it was like December 1st. I've seen those pictures. You were very pregnant. I was really pregnant. I was like very, very, very pregnant. And like weirdly, I'm like the crazy person that loved, I loved being pregnant. But like at the end, you're just like, get this baby out of me. Anyway, I was trying to wrap things up at work and organize. uh, Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was trying to organize all the Christmas gifts because I knew I was going to be out as of December, you know, 8th or 9th or something. So I'm trying to wrap it up. And my boss really wanted to order a bunch of gift cards from this place called Jacoby's, which is a good restaurant. I'm not impugning the restaurant because it's good. Um, but he wanted to order from them. But OK, we're going to order $100 gift certificates or gift cards from Jacoby's. Um, so just call them up and, and I had this organized spreadsheet. I even had like what the greeting would be like er- addresses, everything ready to go. Um, so I call her up and order, I'm ordering about 40. So what? That's $4,000, right? So I call her up and I said, hi, you know, I want to place this order for 40 gift cards. Um, you know, I've got all the addresses, I've got everything to go, but, or like, and she said, I need you to come pick them up actually. Cause you need to mail them out. And I said, listen, I have to tell you something. I am. 39 and a half weeks pregnant. I, can I please, please get you to mail these out? I will send you, we're spending $4,000 here, by the way. And eventually it'll be, you know, more than $4,000. Cause it's kind of an expensive restaurant. Yeah. So it's not like they would, somebody would just, just spend a hundred dollars. Average I, tab is like one seventy nine. Yeah, least. exactly. A hundred dollars yeah. just primes the pump. It makes them feel good about exactly. what they're going to spend on a top, on top of that. Exactly. Sure. So I'm like, please can I send you this spreadsheet it'll be so organized you'll be able to it'll be super clear could you please send these out I know it's like writing but could you please send these out and I had done this before and people were more than happy to say oh yeah send it to me we'll send it out that's a part of our customer service and she said I'll have to charge you another hundred dollars and I help I I lost my mind like I 
bet. was so mad. I said, you're going to charge me a hundred fucking dollars for you to sit there and mail these out when we are spending $4,000. I should be getting a gift card for free from this. You right, should be right. begging me to do this. And she was like, ma'am, I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it. It's an extra hundred dollars. Meanwhile, this is not my money. Like, it's not my money. I don't care. Like, it's getting charged on somebody else's credit card. Yeah, but you're missing out on a kickback. I mean, <laughs> well, I kind of, amount. yes. I was so enraged like i think my i I probably am surprised that i didn't go into labor right then because my face was like red (laughs) my water's ready to break um i was so and she wouldn't back down which just made me like scream at her a little bit more and i was we had an open office and i was like legitimately screaming at this lady like i will never come to your place this is again and she was like fine she was from new york and like could not give a shit about me like she just would not Mm -hmm. back down so that is my never again. It's really good. It is good food and it's a cool atmosphere, but fuck Jacoby's. I hate that place. <laughs> Sorry. <you> t- <laughs> Sorry. I love that I'm like demolishing like a small business. I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. I've never been there. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not familiar, but yeah, it has to be a one location place. It is. It's like an East Austin. It's like very like bespoke and, but they've been there for a while. They're, they're doing fine. Uh-huh. Actually, they're probably going to close after all of this, but I don't like their attitude. Uh, you sound a little gleeful there. <laughs> Just a little gleeful. So if you need a list of, of two dozen elegant restaurants that aren't Jacoby's to enjoy yeah, in the Austin I area. I will let you know. <laughs> oh, there are, yeah, there's so many great places yeah. here. Yeah. Fuck that place. Yeah, fuck that I'm life. with you. I ride with you. I, I don't care. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, what are Hillary, we recommending this bring week? The nose, yeah, bring the nose back up on this with a positive recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. This is, yeah, this is, um, I have a two-part recommendation. Um, my stuff is so basic. It's like, what is on Netflix and what can I get in the Libby app, like, quickly? Okay, so as kind of referenced earlier, I have a soft spot for Aaron Sorkin. Like, I think that he doesn't really, I've said this before, I don't, like, think he understands, like, women very much at all. No. Um, um, But I think he's such a good writer, and I know it's corny, but I love him, and I really enjoyed Molly's Game, and it's on Netflix. Um, what I do, yeah. much like um, Boogie Nights, I like the fun parts. Like, I don't like it when it's like, she's getting being spoiler, getting beat up by like the Russian mobs. Yeah. Like I like when she's learning, I like the riding high. Yes. Yeah. You're the learning curve, the montage. And the, she does I'm look so, high. Dave and I are like, her boobs are so much bigger than you would think. I mean, this is the conversation that's going on in my house, but, mm-hmm. um, but she looks very hot. And actually there's a, there's a video of Jessica Chastain, like taking off all of her, like, Molly's game drag that's kind of fun to watch because it's a lot of makeup and a lot of hair pieces but um I really I really enjoyed it and on a way 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 sillier note way sillier I wanted a book that wasn't just you know a Hillary's horny corner but also like I didn't want anything serious because I don't want to think about anything serious so I listened to open book Jessica Simpson's memoir (laughs) and I'm gonna tell you it's really good (laughs) she dishes a lot she reads it herself. She kind of sounds drunk that she's sober, so I'm not going to impugn her. She ta- I will just give you highlights. She ha- talks about her long um, relationship with my like shame crush, which is John Mayer. And I know, I know, but I like I don't feel good about it. But she has this like she kind of like talks a lot of shit about him. Like it was Nicholas Shea. She's a little bit more. Like she's she kind of like it's both of our fault, you know, blah blah blah. But any Romo stuff? A, a little bit. Um, yes, she does talk about Romo, and she talks about Romo in a way that, like, basically, and it's exactly how you would think. Like, he was a super nice guy. 
He wants a wife. He's kind of a simpleton, yeah. you know, like not simpleton. Like she was, she was super nice about him, but just sort of like I wanted to do more, and he wanted me to like be a Dallas. House. He wanted to go play golf. Well, he wanted to be like a. <laughs> he wanted her to be like a Dallas housewife, and she was like, "That's not really what oh, I wanted to yeah. do." Um, uh, but yeah, the John Mayer stuff and Johnny Knoxville. <clears throat> that's another part. Uh, it's and her dad. Well, I think he was closeted, but which is like sad. But um, he is a terrible business person and kind of a terrible person. So, and she kind of hates him. But, so that's a whole other part. Anyway, it was very entertaining. Should Not we like, still well, read it, or did you just kind of give? Oh us everything? no, no. There's so much more. <laughs> um, I highly recommend it. It was very entertaining. There are so many levels. So many levels. <laughs> Listen, this is the thing about Jessica Simpson. I realize we're roughly the same age, and we're from the same like. <laughs> area so i feel like this connection to her and, I and a lot of people have taken your picture over the years <laughs> yes just as many um anyway I, I for whatever reason she's the only funny part is she always talks about what a good singer she was and i'm like but were you a good oh, singer <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a, you guys might be on the even even footing there as well uh, I, I think, yeah you know, i think so at least and they also she also um there's a little bit too much god stuff in there i mean it's very spiritually god stuff but i'm like okay just like, let's move on like i don't want to hear about you like praying for whatever like i just don't really care that much about that but mm-hmm. uh, anyway if anybody is on the fence it is really entertaining all right <laughs> i'm smart all right. <laughs> Yes, you are, honey. Yes, you are. <laughs> hey, we all like dumb stuff. It's just yes. you're the yep. only one who has the. Balls I had the to balls admit to admit it. it. <laughs> Very true. She's got the Jerry's berries to admit it. Gary, it's a G. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of my dad. Oh, okay. My dad's berries. <laughs> Uh, I would like to go to my recommendation, please. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> now, I complained at length about people who are trying to muscle in on my territory and do some baking <laughs> while they have extra time on their hands. But if you are going to do this, I would like to recommend an excellent website called JoePastry.com. Joe is a trained pastry chef there are lots of baking blogs out there god love them i follow some of them i use some of their recipes but joe actually knows what he's doing and he has a flair for like classical french pastry as well as everything else um i find it to be a different kind of baking website like he'll pick a topic like i i don't know he's gonna um Let's talk about the Perry breast. And first he's going to, uh, Mike, I hear you thinking. Uh, and first he does, he'll do an, an entry where he talks about what's the origin of this dessert and who invented it and, you know, what its place in history is. And then he'll do a post where he just gives the recipe and the instructions. And then he'll do a post where he does a step-by-step tutorial with pictures. And so you can um, choose to uh read any or all of these. I just think the his- history stuff is actually really interesting. And he's a great writer, very conversational. He strikes a good balance between precision and not being fussy about mm-hmm. it. And he has a lot of really good basics. Like you just need to know how to make a pastry cream. You can go and do that. If you want to learn how to make a, a 
Rigo Janksy cake, which is named after a Hungarian violinist, you can do that too. Wow. And yes, he sort of shuttered the site about five years ago when, I mean, it was still there, but he wasn't adding any new material. He said life just got busy. He had a little kids. And three weeks ago, I logged on to look for a recipe and he had started posting again. So I'm super happy. The croissant recipe came from that site. And it's just a good learning resource and an entertaining read and excellent recipes. So that's really cool. yeah, instead of, you know, I don't know, there are corporate websites like Martha Stewart or whatever, and Martha yeah, doesn't yeah. develop those recipes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, Laura baking in her home kitchen, this is a person who's worked in the industry and knows what he's doing and knows why he's doing it and produces yeah. really quality results. So, cool. Joe Pastry. I'm totally, totally going to like. Because there's stuff that I'm like, I don't know what that means if I see it in mm-hmm. a recipe. And I'm either too lazy or I just kind of like wing it or whatever. But this is cool. Thank I'm you. I'm down for any recipe that doesn't start with the the writer telling a, a chapter of their unfinished, unedited biography <laughs> before they get to the recipe. When I was a child. <laughs> no, he keeps most of that stuff out of there. He refers okay. to his wife as Mrs. Pastry and his two little daughters as Joan Pastry and Josephine Pastry. And I find cute. it adorable. Uh-huh. That's very cute. <laughs> uh, we also have a shameless Amazon plug of the week. This is your chance to click through this link. We don't care if you buy it or not, but then buy whatever you're going to buy from Amazon and we'll be able to get a few pennies from it as long as you start with that link. And this week's is one from Hillary. Um, okay, this is... Um, when I lived in Los Angeles, there was a like a brand of, of shampoo and conditioner that I'm totally forgetting the name right now. That was L'Oreal, but it was like very expensive. I can't remember. But it, anyway, I went to a beauty shop and they were like, this particular conditioner is basically this one, but it's like it doesn't have the branding. So it's the exact same ingredients, just like a, you know, a different there's just, White there's just no like packaging really to it. That's very cute. So I but I so I could find it at this beauty shop, but they don't sell it in stores. And the only place I could find it is on Amazon. And I highly recommend it. I have very dry hair, and it makes it luxurious. So it's L'Oreal Paris Nature's Therapy Mega Moisture Nurturing Cream, the 16 ounce. And I think it's like they couldn't make the name longer. <laughs> I, it's, it, I mean, yeah, they tried. They couldn't squeeze a few more. Um, in there. And it's like it. It varies. It's about fifteen dollars, but the one that it's based on was like forty dollars, which is insane. And this la- the, the the thirteen lasts me. I don't know, a couple months or something. And mega I love moisture. that it's mega moisture. And I love that inexplicably you can get it in like a day. Look at Amazon's really doing it. I need my conditioner. <laughs> it's your glistener. <laughs> oh, no. Another oh. word lost. Lost to the Except that Anna and I are going to double down. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> um, speaking of disturbing, there's also a pay version, like a two ninety nine rental version of the stuff. The nineteen eighty. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll put a link, we'll put a referral link to that. You can click through that and then buy. In it Soviet names. Russia, <laughs> stuff eats you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, and I was able to get another tub of cheese balls at at uh, Wegmans. So if you can't oh get them from Amazon, from my link a couple of weeks ago, That's just my check old your nickname: store. Tub of Cheese Balls. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. 
Hillary. Housekeeping. Get out. Cheese <laughs> balls. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. How late? How late are we? Late checkout. <laughs> Buy stuff from us. Uh, the merch is the. Uh, you can find the merch at thisshowhaseverything.com and click the shop button. It's very easy. Um, and please rate and review us. You know that I really want to get a high rating, but also be lightly um, ribbed. So <laughs> do that lightly. <laughs> Lightly ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, men aren't the only people who can be gross. Yeah, listen. Wow. I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Please get involved with the show, although sometimes I'm not sure why you why would, would you? want to. Why would you? Why? Why? What's going on with your life? Visit us at thisshowhaseverything.com. We will have those Amazon links on there in the show post, so you can check that out. Throwyourphone.com is the way that you can express yourself in gripes or praise, positive or negative. We accept all comments. Uh, you know our Facebook group. You love our Facebook group. Come join our Facebook group. We have a lot of fun on there. The show Thank Twitter you. is at Tishi Show. You can email us anything longer at Tishi at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo, record it on your phone, and send it as an email, and we will be happy to play it on the show. As Hillary yes. says, we love to hear your voices. And you can fax Bobby a butt and really <laughs> lots of other things. He's got I mean, come on. We all have time. We want to see. I want to see some boobs. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> Gary, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't even have to rhyme. At Let's see those berries. Three five four eight five one three. Uh, we've reached the end of the show. Finally, guys. I don't know about the rest of you, but I think this show had everything. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> You feel me as a southern girl with a Levi's on and an open heart. Wish I could save the world like I was Supergirl. Real me used to laugh all night, lying in the grass, just talking about love. But lately I've been jaded, life got so complicated. I stopped thinking about it.
Fourth and five, the, the national, national championship, championship on the line. Right here. He's going for the corner. He's got it. <laughs>